Tillies. I hope you're having a great week. I know I'm having a really good week. I just wanted to thank all of our new listeners. I see you guys. I also want to thank people that are leaving reviews. I really appreciate it. And I also wanted to acknowledge I did get a three-star review from AHO126. And I appreciated the feedback. It it was mentioning some sound issues. And I just wanted to let everybody know that I am going to continue on working on the sound quality. And I have some ideas. So hopefully in the future, it'll be even better. So I want to thank you for your feedback. Feel free. You can always email me suggestions like that as well at realchillspodcast at gmail.com. But other than that, yeah, like, review it. Our guest today, she's one of my good friends from the Philly comedy scene. She is hilarious. And she's super special. Spooky. Today we have Ashley Toll. You're listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm super excited for our guest today. She is super hilarious. I worked on a sketch team with her in Philly and now she lives in Denver. The wonderful Ashley Rose Toll. Ashley, how are you? Oh my god, Meg, it is just so good <laughs> to be here. I, I do um, have something that I, I just really, right off the bat, I was told you were going to introduce me as your friend. <laughs> Darn it! Oh right, that was... In the, that was the in my writer. Yeah. My so very good just... friend, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> and it's recorded. This is on the record for the end time. Yeah. Thank you. It's so good to be here, Meg. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to have you. We miss you here in Philly. Uh, I think you're hilarious. So I want. I hope you keep doing sketch forever. So Yeah, yeah, I do too. I want someone to write for me so I can do their <laughs> stuff so I don't have to do like all the work. Sure. But yeah, yeah, you know, like I don't want to do the work, but I want to be a part <laughs> of their work. Like your stuff is great. Always a little spooky. So this is, yeah. you know, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Definitely weird. Um, I was so excited to hear you had like paranormal stories. Uh, and so I ask my guests the same question every single time we start an episode, and that's, where do you stand on the paranormal? Are you more of like a true believer? Do you find yourself more skeptical? Yeah, um, great question. I would love to say I'm like a super skeptic, or I'm just like, just because of who I am as a person, because I'm extremely cynical. So I think I'm a, a true believer for a skeptic if that makes sense like I take everything with a grain of salt it's like oh yeah that's fucked up but mm, I guess this is what's happening like you know taking it as it comes but yeah I guess we're fucking haunted um so (laughs) yeah like you know what one through ten scale is that where we want to be I'd say like I'd say like uh (laughs) 6.5 okay so I was thinking you were probably closer to like an eight but 6.5, really? yeah. I feel like 6.5 because I could totally talk myself out of like any experience I've had trying to rationalize, you right. know, like, oh, that's not oh, fucking crazy. But yeah, there's a- absolutely some things that can- are too strange to be explained, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Do you want to get into your stories? Yes. 
and thank you for pluralizing because I don't have like a full on story because I think my life is so weird that, you know, it's just like the ongoing theme is that I guess I started off as a weird kid and here we are today. A weird adult. (laughs) A weird uh, person masquerading as an adult. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I I definitely thought when I was a kid that I had ESP, right? So like I decided yeah. that I had ESP. I was in my head and kid, I mean like first, second grade, right? When you're really getting into it. And mm-hmm. I know you know the area very well. I went to elementary school in Jim Thorpe. Oh yeah. Yeah, super weird, very old, haunted town and there's no other way to describe it yeah northeastern pa is so haunted <laughs> it's scary yeah i feel like we didn't bury the deads or something and yeah. they're all just like oh, <laughs> unfinished business yeah. um, but no with that you know i feel like i i don't think i have esp these days um however you know i have had ongoing in my life you know I don't want to say visions because that sounds super weird, but my dreams end up coming true. Like I have like full on like premonitions. Like I have, I'm a super, super vivid dreamer and I remember everything. I don't know if that's um, normal. I always thought, I guess it was normal. Like I remember like my full plot, full storyline of every single dream, which is why I never wake up rested, which is probably playing into me being insane. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, just truly the day to day of like trying to make sense of that. When I realized that that wasn't a normal thing, you know, people say like, is it deja vu? You're having deja vu. That's this. It's like, no, mm -mm. like I remember what she said and I remember what she was wearing and it was not this day. And I wish it were more like my dreams came true, but it's always like this really like horrific thing happened. And I always was, you know, did I make this happen you know did I, <laughs> You're did so I like, you know yeah, yeah I was yeah. like did I wish this into happening like am I that strong because I think again being kind of surrounded and aware of the supernatural as it were I was like well there's got to be a reason this kind of like as a kid I, every year I had a, a yearly dream of this wild ass adventure of witches and it was and it turns out it ended up being at like my great aunt's house that I hadn't been to yet. Like it was this like what? really weird. So maybe you could explain that away. Like I saw it in a photo album when I was three and this, but like it, all of these crazy things just seem to have happened, you know, like everything sure. I would dream and not that I have a, maybe a specific instance, but it's because it's consistent. It's right. Yeah. Like, oh, we've been here before, or did I make this happen? Which is the crazier, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, scarier for sure. Well, yeah. God, can you imagine the world like abiding by my will? <laughs> my Jesus. <absolute> dreams. <laughs> oh my God. I think it would be worse than what's going on in the current political I mean, climate. I don't if, know. Yeah. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh my God. Um, how old were you when you realized not everyone's dreams came true? Probably like 10 ish when I 
got shipped out to camp, actually snowboard camp in Oregon. And I had older, Ooh. heavy air quotes, like older friends. <laughs> told you wouldn't be here, but here you are. Um, it's like I around. wished him, I wished him into existence. You see how yeah. that happens? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you telling me you dreamed about Dan, Ashley? Because we're gonna. Have to- I can't help it. It is. It is a pro. It is not. I get it. I get it. Honestly, I would blame it on that one set at Bonner's where he couldn't finish the joke. <laughs> I've oh, never. Man. I haven't recovered since. I still, I was like, that's my unfinished business. Is that's what's going to keep you here? Apple joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know. It. Yeah. I, I don't Wait, really, so again, snowboard camp? Yes. Thank you. See, this is why. Yeah. This is important. I got I it. Talk, I could talk to you, my BFF, for hours <laughs> about anything. Uh, yeah. I think when I was talking with, at 10 I was the youngest person at camp and it was like teens like 14 15 that were like my buddies and we just started talking and they're like no yeah that's absolutely not what happens and it was this whole discussion so then I felt very special also only child so I felt like extremely special and that I was just like you know I had this like amazing gift try to what can you do with it unfortunately it's not like a thing you control unless you really I think devote your whole life you to have to work the on paranormal. It. Yeah, yeah yeah so who knows what's going on deep inside but it has been and it's still you know I have these crazy vivid dreams and then I'm there you know like weeks later or a month later or a year later things that you know that just seem very familiar you know it's like I, a place I'd never been physically, but I know I had been there, if that makes right. sense. Like, oh, I've been here. This is not just a familiar feeling. This is this. Yeah. So. Is your family witches? Because you said that you had a dream <laughs> about like a witch ceremony at your aunt's and then you're like, and then it happened. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh wait a minute. <laughs> We're just not going to so, talk about Yeah, about we'll that. sweep that under the rug with yeah. all the rest of the childhood trauma. But <laughs> No, well, well, not actual witches. They were definitely, like, my mom's side of the family, super hippie, right? Like, very flower children in the 60s. Like, there were some cults they were a part of. Wow. Um, So, like, very in touch and in tune with some sort of spirituality. So, I think what I had, like, dreamed as a child was them doing weird meditation things. Oh, okay. Things that I, like, and it was probably in my dream as like a you know four or five year old these are witches but it was like them kind of in like a prayer circle you know sitting on little pillows having incantations from what I understood at like you know three four five but it was instead maybe crazier than them being witches because it was like this culty weird thing they're coming (laughs) to visit in two weeks so I'll have more stories and getting to the bottom of that yeah, Denver um, is so spiritual, in my opinion. I think they're going to have, like, an awakening. Like, wh- the second I got there, I was like, this is, I don't know, something about it. The energy is different. It's very different. I think everybody here, and just coming from Philly to Denver, I think, for a lack of a better way to put it, the vibe of everyone is just, like, more, like, you can breathe rather than in ironically yeah which is which is weird (laughs) considering the altitude that altitude and the air quality not so good um 
I mean, speaking of, like, how are your crystals treating you? We did have a nice little... They're great. I love them. I have so many now. The crystal collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really liked that the altitude was an excuse I could use for anything when I was in Denver. Like, yeah. walking and getting winded. But even, like, I was, like, reading a menu and I was, like, not... I was, like, slurring my words. And I was, like, I think the altitude <laughs> just get... And everyone's just, like, oh, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. And it, I don't know if I was just taught, like, I could have been hung over or whatever, but they're just like, oh, that altitude, that's what gets Takes you. Takes you a while, really, yeah. really knocks it <laughs> yeah. out of you. Yeah. I know. I'm yeah. winded, like, walking out the door, but I've been here for, like, six months, yeah. and it's like, no, you just need to, like, do some fucking cardio. Walk. Like, just yeah. take yeah. Like, yeah. leave the house. How are your crystals? I, I am one of well, I bring it up because I feel like I need to research what I actually bought because I feel like they're like fighting each other. Like, really? I had a, well, I had them like, I bought those three. Yeah. And they were like all next to each other on my desk and I moved them away and I felt like I was, I don't know. And, and again, I, I also read too much into every situation and get, assign meaning to every moment and every feeling and all of that so it's like i'm gonna separate these crystals they cannot be together sure i think i don't know it was just like again the vibe it was like a heavy vibe near my desk could be because the job is sucking the life out of me but you <laughs> yeah. never like it i could have but it's probably too. the crystals yeah it's probably the crystals because that's something that i can change <laughs> <laughs> i have a sage candle for my job and it is doing overtime this week <laughs> like i'm like well time to light the sage candle and just hope for the best and... i mean i sage my desk every morning yeah i do i have to <laughs> sage the desk and i like need it to I do. Um, that's the being raised by hippies thing. Is like, yeah. I do. I think you probably noticed when you came to visit, like it's my house smells like incense. So it's like, you know, mm -hmm, yeah, it's just my friend came to visit last weekend and she told me my house smelled like a witch's pit. Um, <laughs> what a compliment. Which I, compliment. I yeah. think that is a compliment. Hopefully it's a good one. Not the weird droopy witch tit. <laughs> the perky one. <laughs> the perky one. The good one without any like weird hairs sprouting sure. out mid-month you know <laughs> that whole thing but yeah I'm sure we had I again as, as mentioned I don't have like one fluid story just I feel like life as a person trying to like almost pushing back on the fact that weird shit happened and trying to explain things away but like wow like this is all very weird like Pocono wise did you ever have you ever gone to the Buck Hotel in no. Buck Hill Falls so it's amazing and if you're when you go home and visit you have to go it was actually featured on i think fear factor is really? that the show that was the show where they had like the weird pov cameras in front of them fear right? factor was the one where joe rogan oh. made people eat eyeballs oh that's right? not the one what's the one it was on mtv was it real fear I, whatever it was you have to know what i'm talking about my ghostly friend that <laughs> i don't was like, know i'm sure i've seen it i'm sure anyway we'll edit this out but um <laughs> it's this really majestic think like old school cat skills-esque hotel that was where all the people from new york would go up and visit they would go summer in the poconos but it's completely condemned for years because i guess there had been a bunch of murders there Okay. But like, good, good, good. like a like a bunch of murders, something really traumatic, terrible, and that show in of itself was they would go and they would 
kind of try to spend the night and investigate and they'd have their like spectrometers and all that blah blah but <laughs> I was at, you know in middle school and really into like acid and we Whoa, went in <laughs> middle school did you say like like eighth grade okay you know what okay. happens if you don't leave the Poconos yes right? you just, like if I had stayed I would have been like you know I'd have like one tooth left but yeah yeah so acid which could have played into this as well. However, it was it was this really cool, like sprawling estate. There was a um, an old horse stable, an old roller skating rink, and we all went. I think it was a group of maybe like eight, eight ish of us. Uh, some much older boys. That's so Ooh. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all on acid. This sounds like Basically, a nightmare for me. Like I would wake up in a cold sweat from this experience. This, fact that I survived any of this time <laughs> in my life. You could have been the newest ghost of the Buck Warrior. Meg, I'm alive out of sight. I am true. <laughs> truly, truly believe that. Like, it's just like, all right, you know what? No, I will not die today. That's so funny. Okay, so older boys, acid, abandoned building, loving it. So we, we couldn't get into the main huge house, and I'll have to find links to send to you. But it's this huge house mansion lodge i guess we could call let's go to lodge the roller skating rink we all swear to everything that is not holy we heard roller skating and it was of course it was night and we all had this shared like same experience which of course on acid maybe but we then took a stroll got all freaked out as you might have imagined and took a little stroll to the stable and we 110% Hundred and ten percent heard horses. Like, like we heard there were no horses around, and it's in the Poconos, but it's not like well, you'll you'll see. It's like not in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. Like there were no horses mm. around. There were horses like whinnying, neighing, and that was one of those where like you could feel your hair just sticking up. You know, you felt oh, like just heavy. Angry. Like the air was like heavy. So that I think was maybe my most real thing that I couldn't explain away but you know I mean my dad's house is haunted but that's you know I don't know how much time we have (laughs) well yeah we can talk about that too I'm it's annoying I'm trying to look up the Buckhorn Inn because it sounds really familiar to me Buckhill Inn so it was the Buckhill Inn it closed in 1990 90 years after it opened with just 20 rooms opinions on the genesis of its demise vary but According to Monroe County State Rep Joe Batisto, this is actually a family friend, which is weird. It sounds really? the, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. My grandfather was a judge in Mount Pocono. Oh wow. But so it's the Buck Hill Inn. I just can't it's not showing up here. I found it actually. So I was just looking it up because I've been told about this place a couple of times. It is near me. I mean obviously I yeah near my hometown. Apparently, like you said, it, it ha- hadn't been open for very long, but it's like a place that the mob frequented. So, mm-hmm. um, it's They're not very nice. Yeah. Years of operation. 73 people died at the hotel. Five, in fact, <laughs> okay. died in one room. Okay. That was it. I knew there was like a lot of something. That's terrible. more than one person a year. That's like the Pocono's baby. Don't you 
dare do math in front of me at this hour. Dude, I couldn't have divided. If it was two people a year, I wouldn't have been able to divide it. But I, I know. You'd have been like, that's, that's I know 73 is more than 66. That's the only reason I was Again, into- you're turning me on, lady. This is too much. You know I was real into numbers. Yeah. Yeah, that is really violent. And I could, I could totally, I'm so jealous that you got to go. And it was torn down? I'm pretty sure. Because another, another story is a bride named Lorna Kilpatrick was murdered there by the priest that married her wow. the day before at the resort. And then he committed suicide. So I think that... Evil work. Yeah, <laughs> what was happening yeah. is a lot of ghost hunters and people were trespassing. And they were like, we got to get rid of this thing before someone actually dies again. Well, that's what it is. And now upon reflection, I remember the one kid I was with did hop the fence to get into the the main lodge. And there were like bright flashing light siren kind of thing. Oh, but we no. still stayed like on the premises and were able to get to where the stable was and the, the roller skating rink, which I think was probably an ice skating rink in the winter. Yeah, it was, I mean, truly America at its finest with, with that kind of vacation. I would love that these days, but not getting murdered. Again, I think I'd maybe survive an, a murder attempt because of like who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've thought about it. That's good. Yeah. That's the first step in yeah. surviving a murder is being prepared. Not because I'd fight back or because okay. I'm particularly like cunning. I think I would just like, they would try and it would just fail. Like, I mean, again, I should have died so many times. It's yeah. not like I feel, like, invincible or anything. Right. I, you've seen me drive. I drive five under the speed limit because yeah. I am afraid of death in that way. I'm afraid of death at my own hand, but not from someone else. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, try me. Try me. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Um, I do think you, like, the Poconos, it's weird to think about because now it's kind of decrepit. It's like a ghost town of when people used to be like I feel like in the 40s and 50s the Poconos where rich people went to visit for some reason mm-hmm. and, that was, and then all of us all of a sudden it wasn't cool anymore so all we have are these big like lavish hotels and honeymoon hotels but they're all like decrepit and broken down and haunted it's like so weird. actual relics because yeah. like a lot of them well from what I understand a lot of them haven't been torn down yet like all those Caesars and You know, there's a lot of, uh, what is it, like, urban explorers. Like, they go in and they yeah. which is, do you do that? I haven't yet. I'm I'm starting to actually make moves like that. Why are we doing this? Well, I can't, because I can't. Because I'm older? It's not anything to do with your age. Are you saying I'm too old to urban explore? (laughs) You, I think, do I have 10 years on you? What do I have? Um, I'm 30, so whatever. No, I don't know. I just feel like I'm. I would be worried about tetanus, so I did just get my booster, so I should be <laughs> fine. I, but like that kind of stuff. Yeah, really I'm not worried about. And like, it. what if there are um, what if there are bugs? Bugs. As long as I have an an out, like if they touch me and I can like, there's enough room for me to like wiggle and and push them off of me. I'm fine with it. And what if, if you fall through the floor? What are you? Why are we doing? Okay, <laughs> unless you have like a specific dream of this happening to me, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, it seems familiar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, or, and you're thinking of doing it for like, uh, um, um, like haunted places, or just to see what's out there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not that so, scared of haunted places anymore. I've talked to a lot of paranormal investigators on this show, and they basically are just like, what is there to be afraid of? I mean, demons are scary, but you can, like, you know. Out demon them? Yeah. Out demon I mean, them. I That's would. exactly what I was going to say. I would do that. <laughs> Make them regret the day they met you, you know? Classic. I mean, get rid of a demon. pretty much everybody I've ever met. Um, <laughs> I was. Um, this show there's a show on destination america that might have been canceled now that i was supposed to be a part of but they were going to pay us like thirty five thousand dollars a year or something absolutely uh ridiculous and it just was one of those things that got pushed off for years and years and years but it was it was supposed to be and was in like the first the first few seasons it's paranormal investigation and it's one of those very over the top, like, <gasps> what was that? <gasps> right. Like in your face kind yeah. of things. Um, it's honestly probably better that it didn't end up happening. Lord knows where I'd be in my Dude, life. Dude, I would have been but so jealous. That's so cool. It was, it, it could have been very cool. I have to look at, I can't remember the name because I, again, block out the trauma. So that was like a traumatic thing. Like I was all set to go on the road with this show like years ago. I think it was called Real Fear, but that I think is something different. I'll have to look at my, I have to look at my emails because I can't remember anything. <laughs> They're all really similar. <laughs> They're, uh, yeah, it's like Real fear, fear, not Fear Factor, clearly. That would have been dope. But, that's like a dream. Like even like 35, like I know that's not a ton, but to like go ghost hunting and stuff, that's so cool. Yeah, it would have been pretty cool. Again, glad I didn't do it because I think I would have been very poor for a very long time. Um, Because again, like, I don't know if anybody's ever been able to live on $35,000 a year. And it's weird that they would pay people that. It's real fear. Yeah, it was called real fear. Hold on, let me see if I I was going to say, I've never heard of real fear before. Yeah, so. it's on Destination America currently. Wait, and so they was, just bumped you? I thought the show didn't get made. The show was made, had a season, and then they were recasting, and I was part of the recast. Oh, okay. And it was one of these like very funny things that it was like, we got financing from the Germans and the Germans, and we ended up actually, I don't, do you know Josh Henderson? He does like comedy in Philly too, or did he I does? Um, so. Back in the day. Anyway, I think this is from 19, no, 2015. We met with this group of German investors in, we went to Niagara Falls to meet and get everything like squared away. And they kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. They they strung the, the new cast along for over a year, maybe a year and a half, two years thinking we were going to make this show like I didn't quit a job, like a bartending job, because I was like, well, I got to keep this because like, right. I'm, like I'm go- going on the road with real fear. I'll send you, I have a sizzle reel of the Please of the do. Show. I'm gonna, I'll post it. <laughs> can I post it on the Patreon? I'm like, not, yeah, I'm not in it. I'm not in that You're sizzle not reel. No. in it? Mm-mm. Because they use the actual first season uh, cast okay. to like get yeah, funding. Yeah, definitely, yeah, send it to yeah. me. I'll, I'll shoot that your way.
Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them. like three sips of a Manhattan I'm wasted I can't remember <laughs> what I was saying I'm I really sorry. actually have no idea where my train of thought was that's the ADHD or it's the haunting I'm not sure <laughs> yeah you're you're too focused on all like the ghosty psychic stuff not enough for, yeah. for finishing sentences it's... <laughs> no thank you for understanding <laughs> this is the first time I think as a podcast host I've ever like insulted the guests that way <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's nice, Meg, is you know that's my very specific kink. And (laughs) like, it's really like, you feel like you're doing a bad, but I'm like, no, hurt me, daddy. (laughs) Well, that doesn't make me feel better. (laughs) But okay. Good. Good. (laughs) What Um, you get? I want to hear about your dad's haunted house. So in Mount Pocono. Pennsylvania beautiful was once beautiful Mount Pocono Pennsylvania now is all uh like vacation homes of New York and New Jersey um but the the house my dad currently lives in was my grandparents house that they built in the 70s so it's actually like the if you picture like house in 70s it's like that layout you know like the split level blah 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 so this house uh, housed my grandparents. My aunt was raised there. My dad lived all over. Um, he inherited it. But between that whole time frame, various family members ended up living there and dying there. So it's like my grandmother kind of just took, like my grandmother took in my uncle when he fell on hard times, uh, along with my like two cousins. He ended up living there <laughs> for years and years, which he was never meant to, but ended up dying there. He and he and my grandmother would like sit and read novels and smoke cigarettes inside the house. Like it was like one of those, like, right. It's like, seems sweet, but isn't, um, um, honestly, what's really kind of fucked is history repeating itself. My grandmother loved her Manhattan, (laughs) but yeah, so they, my grandfather, I think I mentioned he was a judge up there too. He actually died on the bench. What? Um, like during yeah. a trial? He during was... during a trial, had a heart attack, croaked, and I was four or five. Four That's or five when that so happened. intense. I wonder what type of, because imagine doing like a murder trial and then having to redo it because the judge just dies. I mean, it was a district court, so I don't know if okay. it's being murder. Yeah, it's probably. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. But... I think that if you go for a, like a some sort of driving violation, even if it's speeding like a hundred over, and the judge dies, you should just be free to go. Yeah, it's like a presidential pardon for life. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm out of anything else I Listen. would ever do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I came here and he died. So that's on you guys. Like, sorry, this is about your grandpa. I don't Dead. Um, yeah. I'm sure he's listening now, given. <laughs> so what I what I don't recall, but I did talk to my dad before this because I was like, we're talking about the weird stuff that happens at your house. Because currently my dad's there with his puppy, just like living his whatever best life, I guess. Aww. But he's like, yeah, yeah, stuff is still happening. So I guess right after my grandfather died on the bench, a cardinal like flew into, there's like a big bay window in the front, flew into the bay window. Cardinals don't generally do that. It's usually those little shit birds that like fly into windows and die. Right. So cardinal died. My uncle, and I don't remember that because I was like a baby, but my uncle died right before 9-11-01. Like I remember it was like 9 oh, 5 wow. one It was like, Good it was like, a yeah, he just <laughs> crushed it. To not have to, yeah. Right after Cardinal flew into the bay window, died. After that, there was no more like cigarette smoking in the house. I think at 01, everyone got a little woke, but it was still at the time, it was my grandmother living in that house, my two little cousins, on and off my dad because we're functional family, but just because right. of where we were in the world. So there was like some renovation kind of stuff to get the cigarette smoke out because, you know, but still to this day, like my dad does not smoke a thing. He's very anti anything. Well, <laughs> cigarettes, um, but <laughs> he still smells it from time to time that like, he'll get a waft. My uncle's the, uh, bedroom was in like the, first floor he says he'll get a waft of cigarette smoke I've smelled it I've heard so my uncle would watch like old-timey movies and on the first floor in his little like dungeon room and you can hear like (sighs) John Wayne like you can hear it very faintly and things have been redone and it's there's no way to explain it like I don't understand it's not like full-on hallucinating it's like multiple people hearing the same thing like <gasps> smelling the same thing because that's a sense you know my wow. dad said he's had guests there that have like woken up in the middle of the night because now that's the guest room and like wondering where who's smoking cigarettes so it's like a very like very odd thing and then just hearing voices when no one's in the house and now while it's not remote like you're not hearing street noise you know you're not hearing people like chit-chatting it's it's full-on haunted and it is all like my family's haunting and there's so much I mean if you talk about uh, something or someone having unfinished business it's like my uncle died way young my grandfather was like 65 which is pretty young to just be like I am dead now um (laughs) like this is my natural cause and my grandmother this is my natural cause Yeah, yeah. Turns out, yeah. Turns out this is the line I go. It's natural. <laughs> but yeah, just like, you know, just a lot of kind of death. You talk about like a dark place, having a dark energy. Like, I don't like going up there. It's very depressing because it's like relics of the past, you know, and then maybe a little bit haunted. And haunted by people, you know, I feel like is weirder than just like, like talk about Jim Thorpe, that haunted jail where you know the molly mcguire's were like that's a different kind of haunting you don't know them right. like you're you, you got no like skin in the game this is like 
but like, is granddad mad at me? Like, is it- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like why is he coming back now? What have I done? That's um, so interesting because I would think that it would be more peaceful to know it's your family, like that they're still with you. I but to guess, think of it in the feel weird, like masturbating, you know. I I really hope, like I hope that they are respectful enough, even dead, to be like, mm, uh, I should probably go check out the kitchen. You know, maybe this isn't something I, I need to be a part of. Damn, you know? Ashley is going to turn on herself. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't watch, and it's like watching through. Like, oh, their that's so gross. <laughs> Right. Why do you think I have like so many problems? But yeah, I mean, there's no yeah. way to like those certain things. That's where I say like, I'm so cynical in my life. You know me, I think well enough, like in general, but there's some things you just can't explain away. Like it's right. like, well, what? Like there's an energy, there's a this, there's a that, but why and how? And if you can't explain it, then ghost. <laughs> you Probably know, a ghost. Like a, yeah. Yeah. That is really interesting. And for like the smoke, so I wonder if it's just because they've been smoking in it for dec like in the house for decades, or is it like in your face cigarette? It smells smoke? like someone like lit a cigarette. You know that okay. first lit first lit yeah. cigarette smell? And I don't yeah. smoke. I also hate cigarettes probably because like they there's such a weird thing, like people that thought it was cool to smoke in a house. But like, you know, it's like a different smell, like lighting a cigarette versus like sitting in a room of you know, just smoke, sitting yeah. in smoke. So it was always that like fresh lit cigarette smell, and you know, no one's lurking outside. It wasn't somebody that like I'm gonna fuck with them today, right? Right. You know? yeah. So it has happened enough time, and there was no. I will also the caveat is there was no like central air, so it wasn't like you know how things could get stuck in like a right. dust and like yeah. be like oh this is this long. No, it's like why? Why? Like, it's just, is it a sense memory or is it what? What's the deal? A shared sense memory at the same time happening, like people looking at each other. Why is it smell like cigarettes? Yeah, and it's still long going. I mean, my dad. I just met. By the way, he demon dialed me. Speak of like while we've been on this call, because <laughs> yeah. he because I know he's sitting there like having a beer. Like, oh, I forgot to tell you this, but. Like, <laughs> We should have brought him on. You could have answered and then we could have. No? Okay. If if my father comes on any sort of show, I, you'll see why I am the way I am. And, <laughs> and you'll like immediately start paying for my therapy. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just spooky. I am thinking about it and it's it does kind of give me like still the, the chills. Sure. But like it does. Yeah. It's like, it is like a, it's a weird feeling. Is your dad scared of it or... He's cool. very pragmatic about it. He's like, "Yeah, that's granddad." Like, it's just oh wow, a, good for yeah. him. I guess if you have to live there, you gotta. He's like, "That's granddad." Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's probably Tim. My uncle is like, "Oh, it's probably Timmy." I'm like, ah. so he just like has this very like flat tone about it, which to me is creepier, freakier. Yeah, where it's like. I guess it's better to not be in a state of panic when it's something you can't control. Right. I think I'm always more in a state of panic when it's something I can't control. However, <laughs> yeah. but I feel yeah. Um, much of my day to day. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm haunted, and I'm probably, I'm probably a ghost right now. Whoa. Right now, right 
<laughs> well, those stories are awesome. Do you want to hear what I prepared for you? More than I can put <laughs> into earthly words. I'm excited. I think you're really going to like this. So I wanted to talk about paranormal happenings at the Red Rocks Amphitheater. <gasps> yeah! I you do heard? really like this already. <laughs> Uh, for listeners who don't understand this reaction, Ashley took me there when I visited Denver, and it is gorgeous. It's like a live music outdoor theater just in the Rocky Mountains, and it's like all red rocks, and there's always one shirtless old man running on the steps <laughs> at all at times. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really adds to the, you know, beautiful scenery. Um, did you know it was haunted? Have you heard this one? I didn't, but I do know that it has a, what you would lightly described as a rich history because I yeah. know it was like the the reason it was ever anything is because it was actually a natural amphitheater like they could sit on the stand on where the stage is and be able to project to the back row which is far away from yeah. the stage and maybe everyone just do a quick google or bing search <laughs> yeah. of yeah, what it it's really like. beautiful it's really cool um yeah uh so let's so the first entity I'd like to talk about is the Witch of the Red Rocks. So according to Hashtag Denver in an article titled Three Spooky Secrets of Red Rocks Amphitheater, everyone who grows up near Red Rocks has a Witch of Red Rocks story to tell. Also known as the Hatchet Lady of Red Rocks, she often appears at the highest point on the rock peaks, and some even claim that she's headless. When you can see her head, she looks super old, she has gray, messy hair, and yellow teeth that She's norm. She normally has, and she normally has a frown. She's seen yelling at couples who are hiding in makeout spots. So I guess there's parts of <sighs> or near the caves or whatever where couples go to make out. Uh, she's been known to chase people on foot and in their cars, which is amazing. <gasps> that would scare me so uh-huh. much. Um, one theory is she's the ghost of old Miss Johnson, who lived in the Red Rocks community and used a hatchet to scare away her daughter's suitors. She's now an angry spirit who despises young love and wants to scare couples. Sometimes, though, locals have spotted her up on the rocks just watching the activity below. And then, like a side note, there's this other theory that she might be the ghost of a homeless woman who lived in a secluded cave near the theater and died in the 50s. For me, that makes way more sense just because of understanding the uh, somewhat transient community around really? here and it's like you find a good shelter it's like this is where i live now <laughs> and she's <laughs> like forever gonna stay forever and so wait so the it's she has a hatchet she's carrying a hatchet and what people see is she has a hatchet still or yeah. is that <gasps> they see her with a hatchet sometimes headless sometimes not which i i didn't i couldn't find there's a couple things about this that i was like what's going on she's called a witch but she's more of a, a hatchet lady, right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's interesting. But that's what they you know. say about your stand-up <laughs> Oh, instead of a witch, I'm a murderer. Okay. I can't handle it. So yeah, I was like, okay. Um I was I was hoping she like would cast spells on people, but that's just me being ho- always hoping for witchy stuff. But I do love this. It almost sounds like an urban legend, you know, of like couples being messed with by they're boning and then she's coming and boning them back oh i see it i just did a quick goog yeah i can't wait to dig into this and also <laughs> never do acid at you red rock it a goog. <laughs> <laughs> quickie 
that's not like a, that's a quick like cursory glance at the sure. results not yeah. like a full deep dive yeah yeah so that's one of the ghosts really interesting also they didn't i tried to find like personal experiences and stuff there was a podcast but i didn't have time for it so uh <gasps> there is a podcast that, that does it i can send you the link after ashley thank thank you maybe it'll explain why she's headless because no, i couldn't find any explanation for that either <laughs> But I do kind of believe it because like you said with rich history, like I went on like a history tour and basically they gave the history of like mining and it was like every man for himself type mm-hmm. of violence. Like now when you hear a lady with a hatchet keeping men away, like that sounds like a, she's a crazy lady, but men were animals in the 1800s in the old West. Yeah, they were. It's good. They grew out of that. <laughs> they, yeah, 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 they were, and they're great now. They were, you know, very... good now, good, very good, very chill. <laughs> yeah. I, but I hear that 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 makes sense if you're thinking about where the world was. Like, they're probably like, "Hello, woman, I live here now, and I live inside your body too." And you're and, mine, yeah. Yeah, even though like, you're twelve kill you i'm just gonna yeah. kill you instead actually it'd be better for me i have a hatchet <laughs> and <laughs> I, I will use this. this i yeah. don't have a head anymore but i'll kill you <laughs> that's how you know i'm serious yeah being headless doesn't mean it's another hole go ahead sorry i know you've more wow. ghosties i'm googling <laughs> i'm googling I'm, I'm gonna stop distracting myself because i'm very no, interested that's okay. in yeah she sounds kind of like an the more i think about it like maybe she just thinks she i'm projecting on this ghost but who might have terrible values for all i know but Mm -hmm. like i'm like maybe she's just protecting women she's like yeah with a man danger but she started the me too movement actually (laughs) all right we're moving on That's crazy. Uh, I just found it on Google. She actually, wow. she was the first. Harvey Weinstein's actually like 500 years old. <laughs> After doing a quick boobs, we found <laughs> out. Quick Harvey boobs. Weinstein. Okay. So um, according to the article, the ghosts that make Red Rocks a paranormal playground by Abigail Scott for 303 Magazine. Some people say that the trading post at the theater is haunted. We went there. I know. The Rocky Mountain Paranormal Society performed an investigation of the trading post. According to current and past employees, this historical gift shop contains more than magnets and memorabilia. It's also home to a number of spirits. None and of the stickers. <laughs> and fun stickers. I have a sticker. Oh, no, I have a magnet. None have appeared in ghostly form, but they leave their mark in other ways. One employee, Matt Corey, describes ghostly occurrences like it's just a part of his typical workday. Quote, usually it's just getting dark. We all hear scratching, like dogs scratching <laughs> on doorways. I found one employee just bawling one day. She said she heard a man's voice whisper her name right into uh, her ear. But oh. when she wheeled to look around, there wasn't anyone there. When the trading post's sole name-plated coffee mugs... Sold, shit. When the trading post sold name-plated coffee mugs, employees used to find them smashed on the ground in the morning after the last person left for the evening. Some may say it's seismic activity, wind, or human intervention, but RMPs performed a study, the paranormal people, performed a study of the entire geological area and found nothing out of the ordinary. Oh, I guess RPS is something else, actually. The report from something the end... Seismic something. Yeah, yeah th- there's a lot of acronyms that Ratchet, I kind of just... Monkey, <laughs> pussy, shit. Good job. Seismic. <laughs> the report from... Oh, another one. NCRS, actually. National Crisis Ratchet. 
the North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's another uh, there's another group of letters after it. USGS. I know that one. It's the United States Geological Survey. I'm oh, sorry, you actually so knew that one. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. fun anymore. <laughs> no, that's good. I'll go from... jump off a red rock. <laughs> and then live there forever. That would be a nice spot to haunt, honestly. It would be so good. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, okay, anyway, what did these guys say? The report from the USGS concluded that while the area has... An amazing array of unique features. It has nothing that would seem to promote a cause for perceived paranormal activity. According to the employees, the downstairs boiler room is definitely the creepiest. Does the word boiler room invite images of moldy basements lit by a bare flickering light bulb covered in cobwebs? It's downstairs where employees cite the most activity. Door handles shake on their own, locks unlock themselves, and boxes fly off the shelves. I feel like that's a creepy enough place. So if anyone has access to a quick Goog, you can look up the trading post at Red Rocks. And it's cool old. It looks, what do you think, Meg? It looks like an old post office almost, right? It like does, like a little yeah. square building. Yeah, yeah. That, that just like is still in existence. And I can totally see all of this happening. I don't know what the seismic activity would be. And as mentioned, I'm sure, like, what's her name? Molly Hatchet? Or is that something different? The, the That's the ghost? witch. Yeah, the, the witch. witch. The rocks, yeah. The witch could have just, like, I mean, no one's getting buried. Everyone's just, like, getting killed and laying in mass graves and just messing with the trading post people. I can see this all happening. Yeah, and I wonder, like, I don't know how old the trading post is, but I wonder if, like, you know, the ghosts of that time are just familiar with training posts and they're like, oh, this seems familiar. <laughs> let's let's hang out here, you know. I mean, it's inside. Um, good views. Great views. <laughs> yeah. for, for uh, fun little John Denver Denver music museum in the training post randomly. Yeah. And that was absolutely there in like the 1800s too, which is again, <laughs> like, yeah. it's always been here. Everything. <laughs> John Denver has been alive for for centuries. Is he dead, though? He is. He died in a plane He's, crash, I think. He did. Yeah. At the least only... it wasn't you. <laughs> I really was scared to fly every single time I have recently. So thank God it wasn't me, right? I have so much Same. to contribute to this world. <laughs> you do. You do. I feel enriched. <laughs> do you want to hear um, one more? It's really short. I know we're trying to get out of here. Oh, I have. Uh, let me just refill my drink. I could hear 10 more. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have just one more and then we can we can end. Oh, no need to end. I'm just going to refill my drink and you can just continue on. Go ahead. I'm here. <laughs> I'll keep going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for this last one, it's from the same Abigail Scott article for 303 Magazine. There are sightings of an old miner. Quote, he stands around five, five, five feet tall, has a long white beard, and carries a bottle, presumably booze. Unlike the hatchet lady, the miner isn't violent, but rather grouchy, just like an elder, elderly prospector would be. He's said to appear in the off-limit portion of the stage. Okay, so I had a moment 
with minor. I was wondering if it was ER or OR, and I got to the bottom <laughs> of that pretty quickly. An old minor, yeah. I tried to say old so that it let you know. Well, I mean, I was like old for my age, you know, but like definitely, <laughs> no. definitely yeah. like a minor for sure. Yeah, I can't wait to dig into some of this stuff. This will give me some fuel for upcoming Denver area visitors. Yeah, like, yeah. You Did you know? <laughs> and I'll just keep, I'll get a hatch and put it in my trunk so I can like. <laughs> yeah, good, is good that, clip. Is that cosplay? Tell I can see you like being the type to just do like full 1800s, like the dress and the bonnet, just run out of like a cape. That's my lingerie, Meg. No, it's not for the outside world. <laughs> Fair enough. I really like the minor because he sounds adorable. Yeah, like, a little guy, a tiny little grumpy man drinking booze. Like that's my favorite type of man. Tiny little. He had the flask grumpy. that just had like the cork in the top of it. Yeah, he popped out the cork. He's like, look, look, look. <laughs> and like, yeah, I can see him. Actually. And he's just like watching Dua Lipa. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his beard over his shoulder. I can see it. Yeah, absolutely. I think Santana's at Red Rocks this weekend. And oh, I think, that's cool. And Blues Traveler on Monday, which, like, I was going to haunt that because I didn't want to get the runaround. I mean, I'm curious. You I think not. it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Have you seen any people there? Like, yeah, musicians got this. Well, I've seen both people and musicians and <laughs> we went a few weeks ago to grateful dead i don't want to get it wrong because i think the whole community will come after me it's either tribute or cover i can't i don't know there's a difference i know there's a difference i but it's have no idea what the a band is. called j rad um, okay. it was great nobody was wearing shoes in the crowd or on stage there were lots of like um Lots of tie-dye, as you might imagine. But the acoustics are wild. It's not like my main genre of enjoyment of music or anything like that. But I think like I could have seen Raffi and been like, this is amazing. Because, <laughs> you know, Red Rock. Just the acoustic. It's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool. There's actually one more thing I want to mention. I don't want to miss it. So finally, I, I realized... We're missing a, a really important group of spirits, the Native American spirits. So Colorado was home to multiple large Native American tribes, the Ukes, Arapaho, Cheyenne, and Navajo, just to name a few. Many of these tribes believed in afterlife, spiritual entities, and the power of Mother Nature. So some apparitions have been seen dressed in ceremonial garb. Um, these sightings aren't as vetted or even well-known as other ghostly apparitions, but uh, out of all the Red Rocks tales, these make the most sense. So I didn't want to, I was going to skip some stories and then I basically told you them all. <laughs> but I didn't want to leave out them because they're important too. Like it's their land. And I mean, here. this land is our land. This land is your oh. land from literally from California to the New York Islands. So right, right. I get it. But I agree. We are, there's a big, um, I mean, I'm, I'm on like native land right now, essentially. Right, like this right. has all been, I'm sure that's why there's all sorts of terrible, weird stuff happening. And not <laughs> just because like I was a bad person in my past and current lives. <laughs> you have um, a lot to consider. Yeah. <laughs> I have so much to consider. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yes. Do I believe in all that? Absolutely. Am I bad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it all my fault? Yeah. But 
being that all being said, I think who has the largest grudge to hold would be like the Native Americans whose land was fully stolen. It's yeah. I mean everywhere, right? Everywhere, but Colorado's. I mean, now there's still some like reservations, but it's not what it should be. No. Um, yeah, it's not and, even really like a grudge. It's like. Oh, I don't know what I, I'm not smart enough to pick a better word, but yeah. No, um, that's the uh, that's unfinished business. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. kill all of these people going to concerts on probably <laughs> something that was like ceremonial, um, some or... sort of ceremonial significance. Yeah. Absolutely, which of course maybe there's the Battle of Red Rocks that we don't even know about. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like what I was hearing and like from that one tour I took, it didn't seem, I mean, there were definitely battles, but it seemed a lot of, like, small conflict. Like, despite, like, not, like, large battles, but it would be, like, 5v5 or something. You know what I mean? So, they're, like, I feel like that's a lot harder to keep track of when it's happening so frequently, so. Yeah, like, all of what's happening currently. Yeah. That's yeah. how they get you. Yeah, when everything's really like happening all at once, and you're, like, you have whiplash and you're like, what is going on? Yeah. It's like, what am I actually more upset? What am I the most of everything bad? Okay, got it. Everything's bad. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and so maybe that's what happened back in the day. And maybe that's like some cool, like psychological battlefield warfare, something that we don't know about because we're not in any military yet until we get drafted, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting drafted. It's oh, because we're too old. Yeah, we're oh, old. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I loved Colorado. I want to come back, dude, so bad. I do think it's really spiritual. Like, the entire time I was there, I said it at the beginning, I'm going to end it the same. The energy, I felt so much more connected to nature. I felt so much more connected to the humans I was around. Like, the strangers, I mean, it's the niceness, but Me? there's... <laughs> maybe i mean you bottom of the line but you're still in it you're still in the line so that's <laughs> all we can ask for <laughs> so yeah i loved it i'm happy you're there Come on down. i'm happy well yeah i'm happy i'm not close to you too <laughs> Fair enough. no it's really it's really good it's really good i agree it's, there's a reason that there's like this pilgrimage to colorado because there's and i there's something to be said for it. I've fully relaxed more than I ever have been in my life mm -hmm. for just many reasons. But you turn right and there's a gorgeous mountain. You turn left and there's a gorgeous mountain and everybody is very zen because of legal weed. Right. <laughs> which, is, helps. Yeah. which is huge. It's so funny here too. You have conversations with people that you think might be like a cop. And they're like lighting a joint. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like this is fine. Yeah, this is good. Everyone's very zen and for I some also, reason. I also think, also through doing this podcast, I think drugs like open up other parts of your brain. So it might just be collectively, you guys are moving to a different level of like consciousness. That's a big thing to say, but it could be. It's a bold statement, but I actually don't have a reason to disagree because I, don't <laughs> yeah. know, I really don't. I, yeah. I feel it. It's like everyone's like, how is it? How is it? And I'm like, oh, like you have to take like a deep sigh first because like, it's great. I don't know exactly why. Like yeah. I'm doing a lot of the same things I would maybe be doing back home in Philly, 
but everyone's chill everything is chill there's no road rage which is like almost infuriating yeah. like i'm the angry one um work working <laughs> so on that <laughs> really working through all of that but yeah it's just a different um like way of life right and i think maybe like not for everybody but the right one for me mm-hmm. and i feel very good and connected Ooh. with like the earth and the world because we go on hikes we, and when you hike, you see friggin' rams with curly horns. I know, that's see, so cool. That's so I bought Rams the little Lego. Do you want to see it? He go Did it. he put it together? Did he love it? Did he think it was a big gift? He loved it, but he also hated it because it's fake Legos and the pieces <gasps> were so small. He's like, why did you do this to me? You're so cheap. So if you're doing comedy or have any recommendations for where people can find you, follow you, or recommendations when they visit Colorado? Great. Yeah, so I don't have anything going on yet uh, with that. If you're in the Colorado, Denver area and you have shows, can you put me on them? Because (laughs) I do need an outlet creatively. I'm good. You can check my reel, I guess, that I'll put together. Um, but no, I'm not doing anything other than drinking and working and hiking. So would love to get together and get something going. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but okay. I mean, I what is your plug. what is your Instagram? Just tell them your Instagram. Yes, my Instagram is at Asharama. But if you're in the Philly area, you should adopt the dog from Riley's Rescue. Yeah. That's what yeah. I have to plug. At R-Y-L-I-E-S Rescue. They're amazing. And I still am working with them. And Meg just did a show for them. And yeah. they're lovely. And they do fantastic work. And dogs are the best. And the actual only um, hope for humanity, I think. So... <laughs> All right. Great. <laughs> Thank you for being a guest. Thank Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com podcasts.